exactly what Discovery Communications did, uh, agreeing to buy Scripps Networks Interactive, $11.9 billion, throw in some debt, and it's about a $14 billion deal. Paul Sweeney is U.S. Director of Research and Senior Media, Internet Analyst for us here at Bloomberg Intelligence, our in-house group of analysts, uh, here to tell us why they did this deal <laughs> and the outlook for the industry, because everybody's on the move today. Um, first of all, why this deal? Yeah, I think uh, this is a deal that uh, the street's been anticipating really for a long time. These companies have been talking over the last several years about getting together. And I think what's happening here is, you know, we're seeing a lot of consolidation in the media sector overall over the last several years, in particular on the distribution side of the media equation. We saw AT&T buy DirecTV, um, Charter buy Time Warner Cable. So I think a lot of the companies on the content side of the equation are thinking about, gee, maybe I need to bulk up and get some scale as I continue to negotiate with these bigger distributors. And so I think what you've looked at is some of the small to mid-sized cable network companies have been eyeing each other and continue to eye each other. And I think this is probably the most natural transaction. It's probably the two stronger of uh, the remaining mid-sized uh, cable networks are getting together here. So this is a deal that's been looked at for a long time. Um, and I think there's you know definitely move for more consolidation in the media space. Discovery paying a 34% premium, though. Is it really worth that much? Well, Discovery stock is down almost 10% yeah. today. And um, I can tell you, the company was not anticipating that at all. And I think what's happening here is they did pay a full uh, multiple here. Um, and they're baking in a lot of synergies to bring that valuation down. But what's happening is both companies today, Discovery and Scripps, uh, reported some disappointing results. And so, and it kind of highlighted once again the risk of the cable network business today, which is cord cutting. Um, you know, so most companies are experiencing on the cable network side about two to three to four percent decline in pay TV subscribers uh, uh, every quarter, year over year. So it's we're seeing a, a business that's kind of shrinking. And so what we're finding is a lot of these companies are trying to offset that somewhat by some of the cost synergies and some of the leverage they may be able to, able to achieve uh, by combining. Are they finding leverage by combining? We don't know yet. Uh, I, th I think over time, it, it certainly makes sense. We've seen it in yeah. the past where the bigger media companies certainly have more leverage over the Comcast and the charters of the world in terms of getting distribution at the rates that they like. So there's certainly lots of evidence to support that. However, I think investors are fretting about the overall decline in the pay, t pay TV universe, the cord cutting, the cord nevers, the cord shavers. Uh, that is a very challenging environment uh, to be in. And maybe the M&A will not offset it, is I think what, what the market's suggesting today. I feel like when I look at the cable industry, you've got, you know, the providers, and then you've got the content creators. And I felt, you know, I thought content was king. Does that put the content folks in the driver's seat? Or when you've got a Netflix and an Amazon creating their own content, not so much. That's right. And, and content is king, but there's lots of content creators yeah. out there, as you just mentioned, um, with a lot bigger checkbooks, by the way, Amazon and Netflix. So um, I think what we're seeing here is, um, you know, it's all about this pay TV bundled package where consumers buy two or three hundred channels. That is where we're seeing the friction and that is where we're seeing the cord cutting. So if you're a cable network or any content provider, you have to figure out a way to make money outside of that traditional bundle. Do you try to get in some of these skinny bundles like Sling TV, 20 channels for $20 a month, do you try to do a direct-to-consumer product that bypasses the cable companies like HBO with HBO Now? Um, and how do you play it? And that is very much uncertain right now. Uh, we have not seen a lot of successful models from these traditional media companies as they try to deal with a disruption caused by Netflix and the Internet in general. I wrote myself, uh, I wrote myself a note, uh, Paul, after I was reading through these stories. You know, digital presence on one hand or bigger means 
Biden's better negotiating? Like, what's more important right now? Well, certainly in the near term, it is the scale, the size, and negotiating with your current distributors. That is uh, right now uh, uh, first and foremost. Longer term, uh, being bigger and being having more capabilities to in, to invest in your digital opportunities. Again, whether it's a direct to consumer over the top service uh, that you know they may create their own skinny bundle of uh, channels like HDTV and cooking and uh, discovery. It's getting so diced and sliced. It, it is. It actually drives me a little crazy. It is. It's very it's very <laughs> difficult for uh, you know consumers to figure out. And so what we're seeing in general is just a lot of uncertainty in the marketplace. When whenever you see a, an industry that's you know kind of flat or declining, like the pay TV businesses, uh, what you often see is uh, consolidation as they try to you know kind of pull that lever on the costs uh, to try to preserve some of the value of their business. What does it mean for an AMC Networks under pressure today? What does it mean for a Fox which is under pressure? CBS is down. Uh, we're seeing like kind of all of the media property. I don't you know. Yeah, what does this mean? I think what's happening today again you know, a week tape um, for the media companies, and again it probably exacerbated by the the data that we saw out That's of Discovery true. and we saw out of Scripps. Um, you know the the number one bear case the arguably the obviously the number one bear case is this whole cord cutting issue and that it is probably a more near-term uh, risk than some people might have thought. Uh, so anytime you see numbers like we saw out of Scripps and Discovery today, which were, again, we weaker than expected on a subscriber basis, on an advertising revenue basis, um, that just kind of fuels that cord-cutting risk to the overall media story. And anybody who's got exposure uh, is feeling it today. Um, that being said, you know, I think the um, the consolidation story is likely to remain in place. And the question is, what do the AMCs of the world and the Lions Gates of the world, some of these remaining smaller players, what do they do? Who's ultimately the winners? Because people are are watching things, right? We know they are. They're watching them on different devices and so on and so forth. We talk about cord cutting, but who's the winner in this race so far? Well, so far it's been Netflix. I mean, talk about if you take a look at that stock and the the value it's created over the last uh, several years, and you may just kind of paired up against some of your favorite big media names, uh, you can see a huge divergence there. So they've been the biggest disruptor in the media space in the, in the 30 years I've covered media. It's pretty wild, uh, right? It's, it's tremendous. And um, so now the question is... Uh, these big media companies who do create a lot of content uh, and it's valuable content, how do they get paid for it in a new world order where people aren't just automatically signing up for 200 channels from their cable operator? Uh, and they have to think of new distribution models where they get paid. It's similar to what happened to the music industry yeah. 20, 25 years ago. Uh, the media companies have done a lot better job valuing their content, getting paid for their content, uh, but they still have to deal with this secular issue of my consumers are consuming my content different than they did 10 or 15 years ago, and I have to figure out a way to get paid. Yeah, it's amazing. I just look at from my daughter to me, like how we view things so right. differently. Um, Paul Sweeney, you're the best. Thank, Thank you. you. Much appreciated. Paul Sweeney, U.S. Director of Research and Senior Media Internet Analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence, our in-house group of analysts uh, breaking down uh, the Discovery Communications and Scripps Networks deal. I'm really just talking about the whole industry. Discovery, though, it's two shares, as we mentioned. Uh, they are the worst performers in the S&P. This is Bloomberg.